0: Finally, meet you all and be, get up here. As Wayne said, I was supposed to be up here last year, and so when we were coming over from the Parsons, I said, "Take my hand, so I don't trip and fall." And we have we, then you got he has to preach, which that wouldn't be a problem for me. So, uh, I do want to say thank you all for the prayer request the the you know keeping us my wife and I in prayer and we got that card from y'all a year or so ago and uh, it means a lot to uh, to the to God's people when other people and you've never even met me just through correspondence from Wayne uh, like you said I've known John Claude for a long time and just treasure his honesty and his fellowship truly in the gospel but um uh we really appreciate the prayers of the saints because there's something special about the prayers of the saints for sinners like my wife and myself. So I I, I do appreciate that. So Spurgeon was it was known to say that when the the at the tabernacle it was it was just full so all the time that. People that couldn't hear, they were just be in the basement. And he said, Those folks, folks downstairs, they're praying for the preaching of the gospel. And he said, He, he didn't take that lightly. He said that their, their work in praying was very instrumental, and the Lord used that to, to redeem and call a lot of sinners. So uh, we are thankful to, uh, for your prayers. Um, let's turn. To Matthew chapter 11, that's going to be our main text, and then I'm going to go in the Old Testament briefly and then come back to this. Matthew chapter 11. Hopefully everybody can hear me, because this building is a lot bigger than I'm used to. So I will try to speak up for sure. Uh, Matthew chapter 11, the first six verses. It is stated in here, And it came to pass, when Jesus had made an end of commanding his twelve disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John, that's John the Baptist, had heard uh, in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto them, Art thou he? That should come, or do we look for another? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Go and show John again these things which you do hear, faith cometh by hearing, and you do see. There's going to be evidence, evidences. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And he blessed and, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Now Christ was telling his disciples, you go back and tell John what you, what you see and what you hear. And he's basically what he's saying is that if you know the Old Testament, or if you know the writings aforetime, you're going to find these things which were written of me. The first one, and you don't have to turn here, but I'm going to read it to you. The first one is Isaiah 35. The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it, the excellency of Carmel and Sharon, they shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Strengthen ye the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. And then the lame man shall leap as a heart, and the tongue of the deaf sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert, and the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of dragons, where each lay, shall be grass with reeds and rushes. And a highway shall be there and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring man, though fools, shall not err therein. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon, it shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransom of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Isaiah sixty one Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek, and hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Back in our text in Matthew. What I would like to for us to notice here this evening for our comfort and for our, our help is to look at the roll call of these folks who are the called, the quickened, and the faithful. Let's just look at them. Blind, lame, lepers, deaf, dead, and poor. (laughs) Who in their right mind, would want to be numbered or identified with such a group of folks like this? Well, you're looking at one, and I'm looking back at a bunch of others, I hope. This is contrary to what the world views. They don't want to, they don't want to be identified with these type of folks. They say, Not I. We'll not have this man to reign over us. Not this sovereign ruler, king of kings and lord of lords, blind, lame, lepers, deaf, dead, poor. But I bet you these who received these miracles, and I'm not downplaying the miracles of our Lord Jesus Christ by any means, But these who received were on the receiving end of these miracles. (laughs) They were glad. And that's what we read in Isaiah. They were the spirit of joy for the spirit of heaviness. They rejoiced. They were glad in this day, this time that Christ did these things. But I want to look at it a little bit deeper. You see, I'm not taking anything away from our Lord's actual healing and helping such people with numerous afflictions. But I will say this, eventually they, all those that he healed, they died. And so are we. We're heading every day one step closer to the grave. I know that a little bit more this year than I did last year. But what I want us to look at and I want us to see is the spiritual na- nature and aspect of these, this passage before us tonight. These are those who Christ came to redeem and call and quicken. These are those who knew by Holy Spirit conviction, not so much their physical inabilities, but our true spiritual deficits. So let's just quickly look at these and see what we see. Are you numbered? Am I numbered? Do I identify with these? Blind. 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 Blindness. We know our true Adamic nature of blindness. We are blind to all things good. The scripture says, There's none good, no, not one. Now, again, people do good things. Doctors help. We have people who in the community that are outstanding or upstanding. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying spiritually, scripturally, in the eyes of a thrice holy God, there's none good. No, not one. So we are blind to all things good, all things grace, all things free in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when you start to hear something and, and, and you start to get a little concerned, as I did when I was in high school, you know you, you're doing some bad things. You're going to try to you're going to try to remedy these things on your own. Totally blind, totally blind to the way of grace. I have my own way. It's not God's way. But that was totally blind. We're blind to our need of salvation. We think we're fine. What are you talking to me for, preacher? We're totally blind of our need of substitution. We need one among a thousand. We need a redeemer. We need a substitute. We need somebody to take our place. We're blind to the fact that we cannot, we think we can earn our way to glory, or earn our way of salvation. We're totally blind to our need of salvation, substitution, and justification. Justification. The second thing blind, lame. We are crippled in our dereliction of duty towards God. We're weak in our servitude to the Son. We're unable to perform anything necessary for forgiveness of sin and impotent in self to persevere unto the end. Lame. 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 Lepers. The lepers, unclean from top to bottom, stem the stern, no soundness found within us at all. Thusly, we must be, as in the Old Testament, thrust from the camp. No fellowship. None whatsoever. Deaf, deaf, unable to hear by natural ability. I, I've, I've got a college degree. I can figure this out. No, oh, you can't. I know a little Greek. I know a little Hebrew. It's just words. Until, as we'll see a little bit later, the deaf hear. Unable to hear by natural ability, we're unable to hear the wonderful sonnets and lovely stanzas of the free grace of God found in him who, as it is said, was full of grace and truth. Can't do it. We can't hear the way, so we walk our own way. And the scripture says, therein are the ways of certain destruction. Dead. Scripture says we're dead in trespasses and sins. We're a corpse, unalive, to all things spiritual. Whether it be compassion, mercy, or love. And so much so that that, that, uh, Paul is describing his old nature, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death. That's why we don't go to the law, because no man can be justified by the law. It's just death. It's death over and over again. And then he says poor, last thing here, this group of, uh, we're talking about this numbered, these numbered people, poor. Blessed are the poor. Poor and we're in total debt with nothing to pay. I mean, you and I, we've both been in situations where we've had struggled with one thing or another and we're reaching the back pocket and hopefully, if it's a good day, there's some money there to take care of the problem. But that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about physical, poor, spiritual. We're bankrupt. We're actually bank. We're bankrupt. So we are poor, total debt with nothing to pay, in a spiritual hole with no way out. But I tell you, if you know this, if you understand this, then these... This is good news found in the truth of the gospel and it's in the embodiment of Emmanuel, God with us. It's a true joy. It's a true joy unmeasurable. It's a treasure surpassing Solomon's house. Unspeakable, unmeasurable. And liberty and freedom that's found in Christ is boundless and full of splendor. What you'll get... And I'm thankful to be up here, but after me, pay attention to what I'm saying because I'm I'm telling you the truth. I'm not going to back down from that, but listen to that man. He's been doing it longer than I have. What you're going to get from me is the simplicity in Christ. You're not going to get a bunch of little children who hopefully will understand. I remember Henry Mahan He told me one time, he said, the greatest compliment I ever got. He said he preached a a meeting and a 12-year-old kid came up and he said, I like you, I understand what you're saying. That's wonderful. And why is it so wonderful? Well, let's go back to our text. Why is it so wonderful? Only because of and on account of the healer the Lord Jesus Christ. What he has done, what he successfully accomplished at Calvary's tree. He took upon himself the form of a servant and became sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know, but I believe it. I mean, it's it's amazing. So we go back to our text. The blind, they received their sight. Only... Go back and tell John what things you have heard and what you have seen. This is what I've done. And this is what Joe and I, we get up here and we just, you made a comment, you just open in the book and you'd retell a story. You're just telling it back. We're not inventing anything at all. So we're just going to stay in our text. The blind receive their sight. How they receive their sight? Because he's our light. He causes us to see the glory of God in the face of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because we know we can't see. Secondly, we're lame. We understand that. But he is our strength. He enables us to walk and to live unto him. Not the law. We don't go back to the law. Galatians is clear about that. We don't go there. We go to Christ. And we go to Christ. And we put on the new man. We go to Christ. Situation happens. What do I do? Look to Christ. It's when we take our eyes off Christ is where trouble begins. Lepers are, are cleansing. He is our very cleansing that makes us white as snow and pure as he is and presents us, what's the Jews say? Faultless before the presence of his throne, his glory. Faultless? And I have a hard time with that. Standing up here, a sinner preaching to sinners. But if you're in Christ, you're faultless. (laughs) You're faultless. Deaf. He is our very hearing. We now hear that still, small voice in the wilderness crying, Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. I am God. There's none else. Isaiah 45. That's what we hear. Dead. He is our life. He is our existence, our hope. And soon this corruption shall put on incorruption. Every day I get up. It seemed like it just happened in the last couple of weeks. Get up and I, I don't move as quick as I get. I, I have to stretch a little bit. have to do some things to move around. This body is It's, 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 it's deteriorating. But one day, we'll see him face to face. And this corruption will put on incorruption. I should have looked that word up to see what that meant. But I like it. Poor. He is our very riches for grace and glory. He became poor so we might be made spiritually rich in gifts, in love, and service one towards another. Is he not all these things... And more. Why, why do we, what do you, I don't know how, how far some of you have driven, but why are we here Friday night? Because he's everything to his people. As Songs of Solomon says, and I, I, I recommend read Songs of Solomon, don't read any commentaries on it, just read it and just. Fall in love with Christ all over again. He is all together lovely. And the greatest of these is love. You, you, and the, in the law, we fulfill the law by love. It's filled in one word, love. But there's one thing more that I want us to see in this passage. John, Jesus said unto, to John's disciples, go back again and Those things which you do hear and see and tell them these things. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. Dead are raised up. The poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Did I read that right? Blind, lame, poor have the gospel preached. He's talking about miracles here. You telling me. And I am telling you this, every time the, like Paul says, not another gospel, because there's not another gospel. Every time the gospel of God's grace is preached, it is a miracle. It's included in this this one verse. Every time, every time it's preached, it doesn't make any difference who's preaching it every time it's preached it's a miracle the fact that we even believe this but i just want us to as we start these meetings and tomorrow comes and the preaching and then sunday comes and then when joe and i go back to our perspective assemblies and then wayne preaches every time it wednesday we had to change ours because we had people working and we changed it from Wednesday night and we went to Tuesday night and, and now we're back to Wednesday night because the gospel is for people. We're not trying to exclude anybody. But let us remember, every time we gather together in his name, he's there. It's a miracle. It's a miracle of the grace of God. We kind of tend to think, well, these things that he did were miracles. And this is what he did over here. If I'm reading this right, and the poor have the gospel preached to them, it's a miracle. As we begin this meeting at Almont, all things mentioned in this text are miracles, yet the preaching is right in there. So I ask you and I ask myself, I challenge us, may we prize the proclamation of his truth as it is indeed a miracle of the grace of God to sinners such as we are. Prize it highly, for in prizing it highly, you show you prize him highly. Never take it, never take him for granted. May God help us to do so this night and as we go forward. Wayne.